A giant aquarium exploded in Berlin. A woman is accused of animal abuse after turning her dog into the Grinch. And a council in the UK is fighting public urination with splashback paint. These are the weird stories for Tuesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by Jonesy. That's me. Thank you for being with me. I love you. A giant aquarium exploded. Fish everywhere. Fish everywhere. More than 100 firefighters were called to the scene at the Radisson Blue Complex in the German city of Berlin. Why firefighters? It's an exploding aquarium. There's water everywhere. Why firefighters? Last I checked, firefighters bring more water to the scenario. Why would you want to bring more water to an exploding aquarium? Isn't there a flood fighter that you could call? All right, this is a terrible rant that makes no sense. Let's keep going. The 16-meter large aquarium houses a total of 1,500 tropical fish. You can just imagine the devastation, all these fish. Two people have so far been reported injured as well. It doesn't indicate so far if the tropical fish landed on them or they were injured by the flood of water. No worries, I'm sure the firefighters save them by spraying them with their hoses. A 16-meter, also known as 52-foot aquarium, has burst. It burst at a hotel in downtown Berlin. That's a big aquarium to have inside a hotel. Uh, it injured two people, and German rescue services had to be called. This all occurred on Friday, the start of the weekend. That's not the kind of start of the weekend that you want to be... I don't know, hit in the face with an exploding aquarium and lots of tropical fish. More than 100 first responders had been called in to deal with the damage at the complex, which houses the Radisson Blue Hotel in the German capital's Mitte district. Did I say that correctly? Mitte? Yes, Mitte. The cause of the incident was still unclear, Berlin's fire service said. Ooh, I wonder if foul play could be named as the cause of this. Or, or it could be that perhaps a Radisson hotel shouldn't be in charge of such a large aquarium. Um, this sounds like the job of like professional aquarium people. What do I know, though? Here's a quote from the Berlin Fire Brigade. Well, they call themselves the Brigade. That's pretty sweet. They probably have a sexy-ass calendar where they're all showing off their abs. Yes, that's right. We are the Berlin Fire Brigade. Look at our abs. Ha, 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 ha. Buy our calendar. We need the money. We're constantly fighting water with water. Here's a quote from the Berlin Fire Brigade Twitter. I don't know why you would follow this Twitter account, but maybe they do have a lot of photos of them posing without a shirt. Uh, the aquarium is damaged, everyone. Water is leaking. The situation is not clear at the moment. <laughs> at the moment, they're like live tweeting the situation. <sighs> I love it. Everyone jumps off the truck. Several guys grab their axes and whatever equipment that they would use to save people and stop an exploding aquarium. And then another firefighter just jumps off with the iPhone. I'm, an, I'm going to live tweet this. Is the situation clear, Hans? No. Is the situation clear, Helmet? No. I will tweet this. Is the aquarium damaged? Is water leaking? Yes, that's right. Water is clearly leaking. Look at the floor, you dummy. The Berlin, Berlin police also tweeted. They said, 
In addition to the unbelievable maritime damage, maritime damage, that is quite a phrase, maritime, because these are sea creatures, I assume it's a saltwater aquarium, in addition to the maritime damage, two people were injured by glass splinters, oh, finally, we get to learn how these people were injured, glass splinters, I didn't even think of that, how stupid of me, yeah, imagine all the glass that are ex is exploding, it's a 52 foot aquarium, there's got to be large shards of glass, shards guys, because when you're talking about pieces of glass, you must use the word shards, or as we say in Boston, shards, there was wicked shop shards of glass, it says here, all 400 guests who were staying at this Radisson Blue Hotel had to be evacuated and they were transported to another hotel in Berlin. Outside temperatures in the German capital have plummeted in recent days. Friday mornings gauged at around minus 7 degrees Celsius. So they're also, I guess, concerned about the frozen floor. This is a disaster. And I feel really horrible for the tropical fish who had no idea. First of all, they were dragged into a Radisson hotel. I mean, of all the hotels, you're like, oh, sheesh, a Radisson? Really, bro? This hotel chain? Uh, I mean, come on now. Can't you throw me in a like a nice little pretty boutique hotel somewhere in Paris? No, no, you're going to the Radisson, guys. Buckle up. Next thing you know, they're all on the floor of a Radisson. <laughs> A TikToker is accused of animal abuse after she turned her dog into the Grinch. A dog owner is being heavily criticized on social media for grooming her four-legged four, four, four friend to look like the Grinch in Spanish, El Grincho, uh, to get her dog into the Christmas spirit. TikToker Ashley Spielman had a great idea. How about I dye my pup's hair bright green, white, and red? Well, she can afford it. She's a TikToker. However... Ashley is accused of animal abuse after she shared a TikTok video that went viral showing her furry friend's seasonal transformation. In the video, Ashley dyed her dog's hair to look like he has green hair, green legs, and wearing a Santa suit. It's a very good job. Uh, looks like she had hired a professional groomer to do this. The short clip gained millions of views on TikTok, as these things tend to do, because you don't have to have talent on TikTok. You just need to have a cute little pup. Um, she's gotten mixed reactions from viewers. You're always going to get mixed reactions, though. It, you, we don't even need to state that. Whatever you're doing on social media is going to get mixed reactions because no one can agree about anything. You could put a lovely photo of you and your grandma on there and be like, Grandma only has five days left, and I'm trying to make her last five days a great time. I took her bowling, and now we're going to the strip club. And then someone would be like, How dare you take your grandma to the strip club, you loser? Now, in Ashley's case, an overwhelming number of viewers, they say 70%, I don't know how they calculate that, they say the dog's seasonal look kind of looks like animal abuse to them. Thus, they expressed their concern for the pup's safety and health. Oh, I love that. But you could also put a video of a homeless person sleeping on the ground on Christmas Eve and put that on TikTok, and no one would be concerned about the health and safety of that homeless person. But a pup! Goodness! How? We must do something! Let's st start a campaign! It says here, while dog fur dye can be safe and fun, some dogs have skin allergies that disqualify them from dog hair dye. Okay, that's a fact. 
However, I assume Ashley checked with the professional groomer about the dye ahead of time. And in the photos, it doesn't look like the dog is having any sort of reaction that I can see, nor in the videos. Uh, it says here, moreover, human hair dye is never to be used to dye dogs for. Thank goodness you told me that. According to PETA, oh Lord, PETA. Let's see what PETA has to say about this. Uh, PETA's going to get a lawyer, I think, and try and put her in prison forever. According to PETA, dogs are individuals, not things. Well, dogs, okay, hold on, PETA. Dogs are not individuals. But you mean like humans with the same rights as humans? I disagree heavily. Peter's has a lot of lawyers to prove, though, somehow that dogs are humans. Uh, pretty soon dogs are going to be voting. If PETA had it their way, dogs would be voting in the next election. According to PETA, dogs are individuals, not things, and therefore don't need or want to be dyed. <laughs> in 2018, for example, a dog suffered life-threatening injuries after being dyed purple. Yeah, I mean, you can always find one example of a dog suffering from hair dye. Just this, you can find many more examples of dogs just being completely maltreated because they're tied up behind a trailer park somewhere as well. I don't see PETA doing anything about that, though. It says here, furthermore, TikTok often shames pet owners who dye their dog's fur. Videos featuring dyed dogs on TikTok have sparked fierce debates. As a result, the owners of those dyed dogs had to explain their decision over and over again. For instance, the owner of a dyed dog named... Dan, the big red dog on TikTok, had to stop dying her dog because of all the negative comments. Oh, I saw a picture of this Dan, the big red dog before. Um, this looks very familiar. Well, I mean, if you're the owner of this dog, why do you have to, you know, fold to the comments of people on TikTok? I mean, live your life, man. I mean, the picture of Dan, the big red dog looks like he's having a good time. All right. I don't think Dan, the big red dog's upset about it and so what man this is also ridiculous i don't know i leave it to you what do you guys think is this animal cruelty I... I call the show 646-450-2012 and if you happen to have a a pet in a christmas outfit or something uh, i'd love to see a photo so email me funnyjones at gmail.com the Westminster Council is fighting public urination with splashback paint technology. This story is out of the UK. Revelers thinking of urinating in public could be given a nasty surprise after Soho's streets were painted with a very special splashback substance. Ooh, using technology to battle against public urination. Fascinating. Let's learn more about this. I think we need this all over Los Angeles. Westminster City Council has launched a campaign following complaints from some residents. The council has spent a million pounds a year cleaning up after a spike in incidents since lockdown ended. A million pounds a year cleaning up public urine? That seems like a lot. That's like, I don't know, 80, 90,000 pounds a month. I don't know who you're hiring for your urination cleanup over there, but I think, you're, I think they're charging you a little bit too much. I'll clean up the pee for like 250. No sweat. Uh, it says here, under the scheme, there will be also a focus on fining people who are caught relieving themselves on the street. You're, you're not already doing that? I mean, shouldn't you be already fining people who urinate in public? In my country, they put you in jail often. Uh, they're supposed to. The rule says it's, you know, it's public urination, but it's like indecent exposure in public because your private parts are out and they can put you in, in jail for that. And I believe you can 
or can you? I believe you must then register as a sex offender at that point. So, I mean, on paper it's pretty strict, but if you walk around Los Angeles, there's public pee, there's feces everywhere. I don't think anyone's really following up with this, at least in my city. Okay, now we have as part of the solution a paint that they're going to use, which splashes back on a person when they urinate on it. It's going to be rolled out by the council across five more areas in Westminster and central London. Um, I'm curious, it doesn't have a picture of the paint. I'm wondering what color it is. Do you have this paint in various colors? Um, This is kind of fascinating. How does it work exactly? Is it made of rubber? I mean, how do you splash back the urine? And where are you going to put it? Because people are peeing in... I mean, they're peeing all over the place, little nooks and crannies. I imagine you can put it on the first floor of popular urination buildings. Um, Outside of that, I don't know where you put this. It says here, public posters will be displayed that feature a QR code to help people find their nearest public toilet and remind people that public urination is an offense. Oh, that's lovely. You guys have public toilets over there in Westminster? Wow. That is quite a luxury. We do not really have those here in uh, Los Angeles. You can't have a public toilet because in two days it turns into a crack den. (laughs) The council is spending £20,000 on toilets in Soho from Thursday to Sunday to try to keep the West End clean, according to the Soho Society. That's a pretty good idea. Soho Society Chairman Tim Lord. Oh, it's the perfect name for a Soho Society Chairman. Chairman Lord, yes. What do you have to say about this? Chairman Lord comes out with a wig and a bucket of splashback paint. He smears it on the wall and then shows everybody how it works, I'd imagine. Right, Tim Lord? Is that what you're doing? This is what Tim Lord said. Well, there are hundreds of drunk people who meet at pubs in Soho. It's extraordinary we don't have more public toilets. On Houston Street... Residents just get people urinating on the doors. It's awful. My goodness. Awful as in not very brilliant. Now we have the quote of an anonymous Soho resident who told the council, I feel personally violated having to walk past men peeing in the street, particularly at night. It does not feel safe wading through streams of weed to get to my... Wading through streams of wee. <laughs> that is so poetic. Lady, write a poem about this. Record yourself saying this on TikTok. This will go viral. Oh, let me pick that up again. Wading through streams of wee to get to my front door is not very pleasant. <laughs> no, it's not pleasant. No one can argue that this is unacceptable. Wherever you live, and people have a responsibility to use the facilities in the pub or public or the club before they leave. Everyone likes a drink at Christmas, but people need to have some control of themselves and control your streams of we. It says here, one trader said he had to be forced to clean up human feces and used condoms twice a day as many people used his market stall like a toilet. So sad for this trader. I also feel bad for him that he's calling himself a traitor. It's 2022, bro. (laughs) Council Deputy Leader Ika Les, I don't know if I say that, said that name correctly, said that. Well, residents and businesses are fed up. It's finally pee-back time. We're taking action. It's pee-back time. (laughs) Pee-back time. You should pass out some shirts that say pee-back time. Sounds like a good campaign. Another solution is uh, cameras, guys. Have you heard of cameras? You can, you know, 
I'm not going to lie, I've urinated in public many, many times, and occasionally I still do, but I always look for cameras first. If there's a camera pointed at me, I'm not going to do it there, bro. I'm going to go to your market stall, <laughs> the market stall of the trader where no one can see me. Yay! And thank you once again for joining me for an episode of Weird AF News. It's one of the two and a half million podcasts that are on planet Earth, and I appreciate you choosing Weird AF News. Please make sure that you subscribe to it if you have not already. Maybe give me a review if you have any time for that. You're probably too busy. That's okay. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Larry Gra. That's G-R-A. I don't know if that's a partial last name or the full last name, but let's go with it. Larry Gra bought me some coffees off my website, weirdafnews.com. So big shout out to Larry for supporting the show during the holidays, Larry. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Uh, Also, Stephen Clark bought me coffees as well off the website, weirdafnews.com. He wrote, hey, Jonesy, greetings from the middle of England. Ooh, the middle of England. Sounds like a very wet place, I'm sure. Stephen says, I've been meaning to sling you a gift. Sling you a gift, which I just love. I've never heard the word sling used like that. Can I use sling? Oh, I'm going to sling you a gift. I'm going to sling you, uh, I don't know, a kiss. (laughs) Do you need to own a slingshot to use sling like this? Okay, so Stephen says, I've been meaning to sling you a gift since the current donation drive started, but only now just got round to it. Major props to Michael from Iowa for making that happen. Thanks for keeping us entertained every day. And good luck with your life. Oh, no, wait a minute. Hold on. He said something else. This is cool. This is cool. He said, good luck with your Christmas, man. (laughs) Good luck with your Christmas, man. Stephen Clark. Bring in some originality to my catchphrase. I just dig that. Uh, now, Stephen, if you're uh, Stephen Clark in this message, uh, is alluding to the donation drive during the holidays where Michael from Iowa City is going to match your donations. So now would be the time to join the Patreon or buy me coffees off the weirdafnews.com website. You can also go to patreon.com slash weirdafnews to join the Patreon there. Or you can download the Patreon app on your phone. And do a search for Weird AF News. And Michael from Iowa City is going to match a portion of the donations up to $200 leading up to Christmas, I believe. Um, Shout out to Michael from Iowa City, of course, for being such a boss. If you guys would like to email me, it's funnyjones at gmail.com. If you want to call the show, 646-450-2012. All right. We'll keep it brief and good night.